Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Mike Kapler here with Joel Brzezinski for another edition of Growing in Grace. Archived programs, of course, always found online at growingingrace.org. Ten years worth of programs you can go back and listen to, but we hope you'll be with us at least from this point forward. And uh, we thank you very much for those of you who have taken the time to uh, correspond with us, too. Nice comments that we've had. We appreciate the encouragement. And our job is our job. Our job, our task (laughs) is to bring peace and joy into your life with the good news of Jesus Christ and to separate you from all that religion that you've been entangled up with over the years, which is kind of what we talked about a little bit last week, Joel, and we'll go a little further this week. Yeah, and that's what makes it a labor of love. You know, our job. I mean, <laughs> super spiritual button. Can't get too. Well, that goes back here. in time. Bringing yeah. that up back uh, in our uh, radio days. A lot of people. It just. It's been a while. Not to spend a whole lot of time on this, but a lot of people may not know if you if you're a new listener. Cap and I, we both used to be on a uh, Christian hit radio station. Uh, here in our uh, hometown here of Waterloo, Iowa. And uh, we spent, Cap, you a few more years than I did, but we still uh, spent some time um, as DJs on the radio, and also you were the program director, and we did some uh, behind-the-scenes computer work, things like that. So that was that was a really good time in my life, and I, I know in yours, too. And uh, you guys used to joke around <laughs> about the, if one of you start getting too spiritual, eh, <laughs> hit the super yeah. spiritual yeah, we button. got too spiritual that we hit the super <laughs> spiritual button which was just us by the way we didn't really have a buzzer we just we had we had such a low budget we had to be our own buzzer <laughs> that's right it's kind of like our uh our budget here uh on growing and grace <laughs> there, is, there is no budget it's even worse than what we had on the radio but so thanks for all your support by the way everybody listening <laughs> By the way, the way yeah. the way to support growing in grace. Uh, just to be serious here, what were you I, I, say? I hate to after all the podcasts we've done, I'd hate to call it moral support. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not moral. It's not immoral support, but it's also not moral support. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you the way to uh, support growing in grace, it really has nothing to do with Cap and I getting anything out of it. But it has to do with uh, other people getting something out of this. So if you would share the link uh, to Growing in Grace, it's growingingrace.org, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on uh, whatever social media, uh, an email to somebody, uh, help, you know, just uh, share the podcast with people. That'd be awesome, uh, because these are words that God has given us through uh, the scriptures, through the words of Jesus, through the words of Paul and the other apostles, the other epistle writers, and they're words of life. They're words that will hopefully help people to uh, rest and have peace and and to know the joy of the Lord. So uh, that's the way, at this point in time, that you could uh, support what's going on here with our uh, Little Growing in Grace podcast. All right. Well, moving forward from some of our very informal conversation from last week about some things about religion versus the gospel in general, and we touched on this some last week, but we'll take it a little further this time. 
and, and you, if you've been listening to us for a while, you've heard us talk about this, but there's always new ways to look at the gospel, uh, new ways to understand a greater revelation and further things that we can learn from the Spirit of God as, as we meditate on these things and talk about them, think about them. And, and, and some of this is, is coming back to a covenant that was meant for Israel, known as the, the Old Covenant, and a covenant that came through Jesus Christ that would not be temporary, but would be a permanent, everlasting, and perfect covenant that would not fail. And why would it not fail when the first one did so much? Because fault was found with the people. Covenant was made between God and man. Man failed at the covenant. Something new had to happen. It wasn't going to work because it required perfection for one thing, but the covenant the law within that covenant could not provide the perfection that was needed, right? So perfection was found in Jesus Christ, and, and the covenant was one that God made with himself. It was kind of like between father and son. Jesus became the guarantee of a better covenant. It's not based upon how you and I are going to perform. And boy, you talk about the pressure. When I, when I started learning about this, Joel, many years ago, the, the, the pressure the relief, the pressure was off, mm-hmm. and the relief that I felt, it was an, an incredible thing. But what, I'll call it legalanity, what, what, what Christianity and legalism combined have done is they've, they've tried to put a square peg into a round hole with the old and new covenant together, and, and they don't fit. So it's, it's no wonder that we've struggled in understanding the basic foundation of the gospel or even our new identity in Christ because you see the, the legalists who blend together the two covenants, they'll pull the old bait and switch, Joel. They'll offer forgiveness for free, but then you look at the fine print a little bit later on and you find out, eh, I thought this was free. Uh, th- th- suddenly there's some exceptions in the, in the fine print, and people end up in, in frustration and despair, and many people leave church, and they think they're going to have to make some sort of payment for something that they'll never be able to to pay. It's something they can't afford. Right. Yeah, it's something that uh, only Christ could afford, and, and he did. He paid the full price. He, he paid the ultimate price, and we get to benefit from it. We don't work towards earning it. We We rest in the benefits of what Christ has done. And I like what you said there about the square peg, you know, trying to fit the square peg in a round hole. It reminded me of a song from the early 90s by a band named Extreme. The song was called Wholehearted, and they said, there's a hole in my heart that can only be filled by you. You know, there's a hole in my heart that can't be filled with the things that I do. And uh, part of that song says that, uh, you know, why can't I see that a circle can't fit where a square should be? Now, the Part of that song had to do with, you know, the things that I do obviously won't fulfill this hole in my heart. And there's, there's truth in that, but there's also something in this, uh, in this modern church that we do uh, that is like trying to fit a, a circle where a square should be, or trying to, like you were saying, put a square peg in a round hole. Either way, it's mixing these two covenants together will not fulfill whatever it is that's missing in people's lives. If you have come to Christ by grace through faith, and a lot of people have done that, and it's, and it's great and it's wonderful, their eternity is secure because of faith in Christ. But then they try to bring in the old covenant. They were saved by the new covenant, by, by Jesus Christ, 
and what was accomplished in this new covenant. Like you said, Cap, Christ himself being the covenant, saved by that. But then feeling empty or feeling like there's something I've got to do or feeling like I've fallen short, and so there's something that i got to do. We'll bring the law back in. We'll bring the old covenant back in. We'll bring parts of it back in anyway. I don't know anybody who keeps it fully, but they'll bring parts of it back in, and it leaves a person empty and unfulfilled because the only thing that can fill us, the only thing that can fill a human being's heart is God himself, is Jesus Christ, and his fullness, his joy, his life in us, not us mixing together parts of an old and obsolete covenant that, uh, as Gentiles, we were never invited to anyway. We were never meant to be part of that uh, old covenant. And so Christ came along. The Jews were under the old covenant. He paid the ultimate price to redeem those, uh, to redeem, the scriptures say, the, the transgressions of those who were under the old covenant. And he also brought along the Gentiles, whosoever believes in him. And it's he may, in doing that, he made the old covenant obsolete, and he brought the Gentiles, who were never invited to that covenant anyway, he brought them into this new way, Jesus Christ himself. And, and again, we can't ever find fulfillment in trying to mix those two things together, because it was never meant to be that way. Yeah, some some good points that you made there, but I I think where where we get messed up here is somehow we we thought that this was some sort of an extended covenant, mm-hmm. the the old that God made with Israel, starting with Moses, and, and that this was something that we as Christians now, uh, non-Jewish people, were were brought into, uh, like it was an amended agreement. But the the truth is, it it, it wasn't extended, it, it wasn't amended, as we've said before, it's not old covenant part two. It's not an extension of the first one, this new covenant. The old had to completely end, and that is clearly written in new covenant scriptures. The old had to completely end. And I'm not just talking about animal sacrifices, Sabbaths, and certain dietary restrictions under Jewish law. It also included all of the moral laws. They were, they were all in one package together. They were never meant to be broken up, those commandments. They were all part of one package of the law under the Old Covenant. They came to an end because they could not bring us perfection. Perfection is what is required here. Jesus talked about that during the Sermon on the Mount. If you're going to try to go down that broad road of doing in order to try to become something, you will have to do it perfectly because the law doesn't grade on a curve. It doesn't compare your performance with somebody next to you. Um, maybe you think you're trying to do it pretty good, and, and that's the mentality that a, lot, that a lot of us have had. We know we're not going to do it perfect, but if we can just try our best and give God our all and be dedicated servants. You see, Joel, it's not so much, it's not just that you have to become a servant or a disciple uh, or a witness. You have to be a, becoming a disciple isn't going to be good enough. It's, it's this legalism that has crept into Christianity will do today what it did for Israel many years ago. It will always demand more. No matter how good you think you can keep it, like the rich young ruler, hey, I, I've kept all those commandments since I was a kid. What else do I need to do? That That's always the question that's going to be asked next. So it won't be enough just to be a, a committed servant or, or dedicated disciple, any of those things, because they're, they're too hard for people to define. 
and it, and it will never be enough. What what is dedicated for one may not seem dedicated enough for the next person. You see, so it's all relative based upon our works instead of staying focused on the one who should be taking center stage, and that's Jesus Christ and His finished work. Yeah, exactly. When it becomes about us, like you're saying, I mean, a person could have a certain idea of what a committed or dedicated disciple or follower is, and then let's just say they're living up to that, well, they'll just add some more stuff. <laughs> Someone will come around and add more stuff. And, and, and it's just, it's all based on our own ideas and interpretations of what, of what we're supposed to do. When uh, all we need to do is rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ, and then get up daily and just live our lives knowing that God is with us, and he never leaves us nor forsakes us. Yeah, sure, there's some stupid things that we can do. There are sins that we com- that we can commit, and uh, we need to use the wisdom of the Lord and, and our, the brains that he's given us for wisdom and discernment. Uh, but overall, it's not, you know, trying to follow rules and and all of these things and, and laws. And in fact, that's what we'll move on to talking about next week. You know, dead to religious rules. That means being alive to God. Paul said, I threw the law, died to the law so that I might live to God. Talking more about that next week, right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.